this happened back in spring oh, 2007, when my buddy and I were doing a month-long backpacking trip across Europe. We had started in London and took every imaginable mode of transportation through France, the Netherlands, Germany, Australia, and finally ending our trip in Italy. Due to a bus delay, we arrived in Rome several hours later than scheduled. The folks at the hostel said that they had assumed we weren't going to show, and rented our beds to other travelers. Not to worry, they told us. There was a spillover property across the city they rented out for such an occasion. This was a two-bedroom apartment, with several bunk beds packed into the rooms. Here, we spent our last three nights in Europe along with a group of young Spaniards. We ended up going out clubbing with and having a blast. On our last day, our Spanish friends left and were replaced by a large group of Tentland American men and one woman that we met briefly before heading out on our final night in Rome. This was a bit of a language barrier, but everyone seemed nice and we headed out separately. My friend and I got back to our bunks around 2am and about an hour later the other group shambled in clearly pretty drunk. They all got their bunks and within 15 minutes the lights were out and they were snoring away. All but one. One of the young men on an upper bunk directly across from me was still awake, seemingly playing with his phone. My eyes were shut and I was starting to drift off to sleep, just as a bright light hit me directly in the face and I heard the shutter click, sound on his camera phone. Annoyed, but not wanting to be confrontational, I turned onto my back, facing slightly away, hoping he would just go to bed. Instead, he continued taking photos of me, whispering obscenities in English that I won't repeat here. I realized that passivity was the wrong strategy when he got down off his bunk and crept over to mine. For a few moments, he stood over me, apparently with his hands on the upper bunk where my traveling companions left. At this point, my heart went through the roof and I quickly started considering options. A cold realization suddenly hit me. We were in a private apartment, with no other travelers or staff in the building. If I confronted this person, he might awake his companions. I had no idea whether any of these men were dangerous, and if they were, we might be in for a fight of our lives. If they were so inclined, they could probably kill us and just say that we had left on schedule, and we'd never be heard from again. I was thinking of kicking this dude in the stomach and bolting for the kitchen to grab a knife, when he suddenly knelt down and reached into my bed. That was it. I sat up sharply and got right in his face, asking, You fucking need something, dude? As menacing as I could. He froze. Without saying a word, he got up and walked into the common area. I heard the bathroom door shut. About a minute later, he got back into his bunk, and ten minutes after that, he too was snoring peacefully. I was wide awake, fully dressed and ready for battle for the rest of the night. Shortly before dawn, I woke my friend and we got out of there. He did ask, what was that guy doing last night? But I have no idea how aware he was of the whole thing. We were on our flight to Heathrow a couple hours later and never discussed it since. So yeah, creepy photographer dude, if I see you in public, you might meet these hands, creep. To start off, please forgive me for my poor grammar and whatnot. I'm on my lunch break at work on my mobile, 
When I was about 17 years old, I worked as a hostess in this restaurant and a bar. If you've ever seen the movie Waiting, that's exactly what it was like working at my restaurant. My stepbrother was my manager, and one of the kitchen workers was my godfather's son. It's important to know that my godfather is my dad's best friend. We will get to that later. It was around Christmas time when we were having our Christmas party at our second location. It started at 9pm. Everything that day was normal for me, but I noticed my mom was kind of acting weird. When it was time to leave, my mom kept trying to talk me out of going. I wasn't going to miss the party, no way. So before I leave, my mom asked me to call when I get there, and call before I leave and head home, which was weird because she wasn't too strict with me. I get to the party and everything is fine until my godfather's son comes up to me, and was telling me he was surprised I was there, considering. I asked him what he'd meant and he said he was surprised no one filled me in on what's going on. I come to find out that the day at the restaurant, some man who was rough looking and had a teardrop tattoo under his eye came in asking where I was. The staff then told him that I didn't work that day and that they can't give out that kind of information. He proceeds to tell my stepbrother, the manager, that he is my long lost father, that I have no idea about him, but he wants to surprise me. At this point my godfather's son comes out and hears a conversation and tells the man that he knows my father and that I look like him. The man leaves and I gotta say that my dad is 100% my father. I even look like him. So after this they get a little worried that the man had some other kind of bad intentions and call my mother. I don't even know who the man could have been but I know for a while I was getting random calls without someone talking, just breathing and I often would feel uncomfortable out alone. Till this day, I wonder who that was and what they were planning. When I was around six, my parents divorced and my dad was soon given full custody. As my mom is an alcoholic and had racked up a few DUIs as such. Anyway, we, me, my younger sister and my dad moved to a new neighborhood, and we transferred to a nearby elementary school. The school was pretty close to my new house, maybe five or seven or so blocks away. Close enough to walk, but my sister and I, also a girl, were too young to walk alone. Sometimes our dad would walk us to school in the morning, and then walk back, and less commonly he'd walk to pick us up. Most of the time he'd pick us up in his black Mazda. The way pickups worked at my school was pretty common. We went out with our class, stood by the teacher and classmates, and when a car pulled up, designated staff members would ask who the student was that they were picking up, and then go find them with their class and escort them to their car. Seeing as my mom was in jail at this time, the only person who ever picked us up was my dad. One day, I was in third grade and my sister was in first. We were outside waiting to be picked up. After being outside for only a few minutes, my little sister came over to me and said someone who wasn't our dad was in a car to pick us up. He said both our names and they'd found her first. She said that he'd smiled at her and told her our dad had told him to pick us up that afternoon, but she said she wanted to find me first before she got in the car, since she didn't recognize him. Thank God she did that. Our dad had always told us not to talk to strangers, 
So I grabbed my teacher and told her what had happened. She got really alarmed look on her face and told us to stay where we were. She told another teacher or something. Our dad arrived to pick us up a few minutes later and we got home safely. We told him about it and we all had a long talk about safety protocol. Yes, my sister described the man in the car and he called the police and gave them the best description he could. Although my sister was very young and wasn't very focused on important details like that. A few weeks later it happened again. This time, he said my name. My dad had given the school the same info he'd given the police, but presumably he had multiple vehicles, because my sister said that he'd been in a red car and this one was black, similar to my dad's. I saw the black car and ran up to it, but luckily, I caught a glimpse of the face before I opened the door and hopped in. He was middle-aged, really pale, with a really angular face. We made eye contact and his mouth was smiling but his eyes looked really wrong to me, squinty and almost angry. I turned back towards the carpool assistant, who delivered me to the car to alert her, but by the time I did the car was gone, and I couldn't give many details. My dad contacted the police again but without a license plate they weren't able to do much. The last time I saw him was until months later, near the end of my school year. I was walking home with a big group of kids that lived in my neighborhood. He drove by us and slowed his car down, trying to talk to us. I recognized his face immediately and alerted the other kids to run. Luckily, we were only about three houses down from where one of my friends lived. We all piled into her house, concerning her parents significantly, and we explained the situation. I never saw him again after that. My dad started dating my now stepmom and we moved to her neighborhood and switched school shortly after. I still think about him occasionally though. His face was actually in my dreams a few nights ago, which reminded me to write down about my experience. To this day, I'm in my 20s now. I don't know how he knew our names and how he knew anything about us really. Very fucking scary to think about what would have happened to my tiny little sister if she got in the car with that man. What might have happened to me if I had to my childhood predator, please, please, let's not meet. This happened about two years ago, and still scares me when I think about it. First, a little background, my name is Jesse, and I live in the UK and I'm from a smallish area, nothing fancy. I'm 18, and at the time I was 16 and working at a family friend's pub collecting glasses. I'd work from 7 to 11 at night. I lived about half an hour to 45 minutes away. To get home, I had to walk through a park. Now, this park has three entrances and exits. Two at the top and one at the bottom, which led into the town center slash main shopping area. The two top led to two different areas and one is a skate park and the other is literally right next to a comprehensive school and a big field. This park had a lot of bushes and trees in it and only a few lights. These lights shut off at around half ten and only lights on are the lampposts outside each entrance to the park which are very dim. Each entrance was a big gate and they were always open. This is important for later. I had to walk the path that led towards the school since it was the fastest way home. On to the story. I worked at the pub for a year and had stuck to the same routine going home. Not smart, I know. 
I'd leave around 11, sometimes a few minutes before, sometimes a few minutes after. It took about 10 minutes to get to the park, so I'd be walking through the park at about half 11, sometimes or 50 minutes past. Now the one entrance I had used to get into the park was at the bottom, the one that leads to the shopping area. It had one lamppost outside the gate and that was it. That was the only light, so I could only see about 10 feet into the park. And there was a few branches. No one was ever in the park when I walked through it from work. During the autumn slash winter weeks, it was always empty. Even the streets were. So you can imagine my shock when I see a man sitting on a bench as I walk through the park gates. Now this was so strange, it's around 45 minutes past 11 almost 12 at night. It's pitch black and freezing, and this dude was just sitting on the bench. I couldn't see him too well at first, but as I got closer, I got a good look at him. He was young, about 20 to 25. Long hair and a ponytail, but not a scruffy one, tied and neat. He had a hoop earring and his nose was pierced. I can't remember his eye color. He was so pale and his hair was jet black with red tips, which kind of went past his shoulders. He wore all black, he dressed like an emo to be honest. Looking back now, he kind of reminds me and looks like Dracula, from the movie Van Helsing. He was on his phone and looked up at me as I walked towards him, and he just stared at me as I walked past. I gave him a slight nod and a smile and kept walking. He just looked me up and down smirking, which freaked me out. He didn't say anything and I managed to get home and didn't think too much of him, and I forgot about it. The next night I went to work finishing my shift and walked through the park, and again he was there, on his phone wearing all black, hair and a ponytail. He looked up, seen me, and smiled. I smiled back and walked a bit faster past him. Again he said nothing. This happened the next night, but on the fourth night he wasn't there. I walked through the park as usual, but I felt so, so uneasy. It was pitch black. No light except for the moon. And what do I hear? Footsteps. Quick footsteps behind me, so I turn around and nothing. Absolutely nothing. I wasn't taking any chances, so I ran through the park. And I swear, over the sound of my heart beating fast and my footsteps, I heard twigs snapping and the leaves crunching. After that... I started getting a lift home for about two weeks from a friend, and then that friend went on holiday so I had to start walking home to the park again. First night, which was Monday night, the man wasn't there, but I still felt uneasy, like I was being watched. Second night, he was there, sitting on the bench smiling, looking at me, but this time he spoke. In a very deep voice, he said, Hey baby, love the tights and the skirt, damn. I was wearing a black skirt and sheer tights, with thick black thigh-high socks and Doc Martens, with a black biker jacket and a thick scarf. I had to wear all black for work. I looked at him awkwardly, smiled, and hurried away. The next few weeks, he'd be in the park and make sexual comments, but always sat on the bench. I'd try and get lifts home when I could, but I'd still have to walk through the park most of the time. Lord, I hated that walk. One night things escalated. I walked through the park as usual, and again he was sitting there smiling at me. 
I did my best to ignore him as he made comments about my body and what he wanted to do to me. As I walked away, I was out of the light and could only see about two to three feet in front of me. I must have been about 20 feet away when I heard running behind me. I turned around and bam, someone runs into me full speed and knocks me to the floor. I feel a heavy weight on me and I instantly feel hair on my face and a hand over my mouth. A familiar deep voice tells me not to fight and that'll be over quickly if I don't fight. It's him and he's on top of me and his hands start to wander down my tummy and he starts to feel up my skirt. I hear his zipper and he's rambling about how he knows I want this and how he's been waiting to do this for so long. He took his hand off my mouth and that's when I took my chance. I bit him hard, real fucking hard and he screamed. He sat up off me and I could barely see what he was holding in his hand and cursing at me so I took the opportunity and pushed him off of me and got up. I started to run and heard him running after me. I ran towards the first gate, the one I usually used to leave, and was shocked and mortified to see that it was locked somehow. I could see it had a lock on it because the lamppost on the other side shone onto the usually open gate. I was confused but I could hear him shouting and I started to run again. I ran towards the other gate and it was closed but not all the way. There was a small gap so I squeezed through. This was the skate park. I just managed to squeeze through and he tried to grab me. And I turned and looked at him for a few seconds catching my breath. He stared at me and then started to try and fit through the gate. So I booked it as fast as I could. I ran towards the skate park path and the skate park was full of bushes. On one side of the path that ran through it and also had a long dark path. Which after about 20 minute walk down it leads to the main road but it's usually completely dead. I ran through the skate park and hid in the bushes, waiting for him since I had to run onto the long path. I'd be visible and he'd be able to see me and chase me, and since no one was around I'd stand no chance. The path that leads to the road had very few lights, but still had enough and he'd see me and be able to find me. I sat in the bush hiding with my hand over my mouth. I sat for a minute when I see him running through the skate park looking for me. He slowed down near the exit path which leads to the long path and he literally stood there for a minute, sniffing the air. No joke, he was sniffing the air. His hair wasn't in a ponytail anymore. It was all over and he wasn't wearing a coat. He wore a long sleeve shirt, all black. It was winter which confused me since it was so damn cold. He looked around and I felt his eyes scan me. Then he kept looking and started walking down the long path. After about 10 minutes, I felt it was safe and ran back towards the park and ran into the park and ran to the gate. I usually go through this to get home and it was still locked so I climbed over it. I walked towards the school following the path. I always used and had a strange urge to look back and there, at the gate the man was standing, just standing watching me. He laughed and said, I'll catch you one day, baby girl. Mark my words. And he blew me a kiss and walked into the darkness. I have never been so scared in all my life. I booked it home and told my mom about what had happened. She called the police and the council and asked why the fence was locked. The council was just as confused as I had been. They never locked the gate, ever. The police couldn't do much 
They put a warning out and that was about it. The creepy thing was, he had to have learned my pattern. He had to have known I used to park every night to get home. Creeps me out to this day knowing I was being watched and could have been assaulted or worse. I still have nightmares from time to time about him and wonder what would have happened to me if I had not gotten away or had seen me in the bushes. I quit working at the pub and I haven't used the park since. So creepy park guy, let's not meet again. This happened back in 2013 when I was 17 years old. I was still pretty small for my age. That summer I had a summer job at a small gas station. It was fun and easy, sweep the floors, fill the shelves, help customers find what they want, etc. The summer job lasted a month, and I already knew all the employees because I usually went there myself too. Anyway, it was the last week of the job for me. There was only one employee there with me that day. About an hour left before my shift ended, I was cleaning up and sweeping the floors when I saw a white van drive up into the parking lot. The driver of the van came inside and walked straight up to me and said, There's a guy in the back, right? Are you alone? They don't let a young boy like you be here alone, correct? My co-employee really was in the back room, so without thinking, I answered, Yeah, he's back there. Want me to call him up there? He shook his head and left. The next day came, and I was once again cleaning up as the same van drove up to the station and walked in. My co-employee welcomed him inside. Once again, he walked to me and said, When did you start working here? I haven't seen you here before. I told him I had the job here for the summer. He then continued to ask questions such as, When does my shift end? What's my full name? Where do I live? And do I go to the local school? And so on. Thankfully, my co-employee heard all of this and told the guy to buy something or leave. The man bought a few cans of beer and left. My co-employee asked if I knew the guy, and told me that to his ears that sounded a bit weird, considering I'd never seen him. I told him he came yesterday too and asked if someone was in with me, or if I was alone. He then told me that if the guy still walks in and tries to talk to me, I'd just have to tell him and he'd come confront the guy. Anyway, my summer job ended there, and I haven't seen the guy since. I never think about this, but back then I was pretty creeped out by him. Why would an adult, probably about a 55 to 60 year old man, come to a kid, ask when does his shift end, what's his full name, where does he live, etc. Hey guys, I want to thank you for listening. If you haven't yet, please consider clicking that subscribe button and bell icon to get notified of all future videos. I try to post around 5 times a week. And if you have a store of your own and would like to be featured on the channel, head over to my subreddit r slash Jensen official. And if you want early access to my videos and your name featured in my next video, head over to the Patreon where only $1 a month gets you that and some other fun perks. I've also got some merch now over on Spreadshirt. As well, I offer all my other videos as a podcast that can be found on all major podcast services. All links will be located in the description field. Hope everyone has a good night, and remember, keep it spooky. Number 7. Someone took shitty in my diapy.